smoke weed every second of every day. Hey, I am your stoner. Electric Avenue, take that shit to the next level. <laughs> Welcome into another episode of a Cali Green Monster show. I am your host, Dean Ryan, coming to you from the Tesla Studios here in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. Got a great show for you today on this Tuesday, April 20th, 2021. It is the Cali Green Monster 420 special. I may not be able to properly celebrate the holiday since I am a responsible adult man with a functioning job and a family to take care of, but that does not mean we can't celebrate the holiday on this show for all of you out there that are partaking in the holiday. So I'll definitely run through a couple of my favorite things for 420. I'm going to talk a little bit of some news about you know, Kobe Bryant and his family's estate and stuff with Nike that popped up yesterday that I thought was pretty interesting. And I will finally talk about the Mighty Ducks episode four before we finish off the show with a little bit of Kid Cudi to help finish off this 420 episode for you. So as I mentioned, you know, even though I can't partake in the holiday today, it doesn't mean I, have, I haven't had experience celebrating 420 in the past. And, you know, celebrating the holiday involves, you know, partaking and eating some good munchies and either listening some good music, playing some good video games or watching some awesome movies. So I figure I'd tell you a couple of my favorite movies and music to listen to while, you know, partaking and maybe it'll help your 420 be a little bit more enjoyable. So movie, you know, if you, Pineapple Express, Electric Avenue, baby, that's how that movie starts off with Seth Rogen. You know, he's a, I don't know, I'm not going to 
describe the movie you should have seen pineapple express and if you haven't seen a pineapple express go watch it there's so many memorable scenes from it it's my favorite stoner movie of all time it's ridiculous there's so many quotable lines you know red just won't die it's 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 great you know there's a lot of other honorable mentions that i could have mentioned that are awesome to you know watch on 420 you know 2000 i think it's 2001 a space odyssey i forget the number but Stanley Kubrick's, you know, 1960s space movie. It's a trip. You'll see some monkeys learning how to use tools. You'll see a AI intelligence kind of take over, and it's super trippy. That one's a fun one to watch. Of course, there's the classics like, you know, The Big Lebowski, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, Dazed and Confused. I think if you choose any of those, you can't really go wrong. But please, I feel like Pineapple Express is for sure one that needs to be in the rotation on 420. You know, when I was thinking about music, I feel like it really depends on the mood. You know, I feel like when partaking, there's two different moods I'm in. It's usually a little ratchet with some hood music or going some old school with some classic rock. So I figure I'll leave you with two options for you. So you either go with Wiz Khalifa's Cabin Fever Um Kevin Fever mixtape, which is it's so fire. Honestly, starts off with phone numbers. And dude, when I get paid, my checks be looking like phone numbers. I'm talking millions. I'm talking millions. Yeah, dude. Oh, ooh. When that beat comes on, it's just like, oh, shakes you to your core, you know. And then also Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon, Volume Two. That movie is just, or not, not movie, but that CD is just, you know. I feel like there's not a skippable track on it you can put it on and listen to it and it's so fucking good and there's just so so many songs that just like honestly feel great when you're just chilling and trying to relax and then in terms of the classic rock while you're partaking i have two in particular that i like to listen to the beatles abbey road it's probably my favorite beatles album and the whole second half of the album is just like it's almost like one continuous song and it's so great to just kind of kick back and listen to it. And yeah, so Beatles, Beatles Abbey Road and then Pink's Floyd Dark Side of the Moon. That one is great to just, I know a lot of people say like, oh, play Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon while you're watching Wizard of Oz. And it's like, you know, I think I remember trying that once in college. And I mean, like, eh, I don't know. I think some people just get a little too stoned and make weird connections to stuff because I wasn't really a fan of that but i am a fan of just listening to the album in general it's fucking great you know time us and them you know money there's so many good ones so you know any one of those albums would be great to pop on today you know at some point today if you are partaking you might get hungry you need some munchies you know you might run over to 7-eleven or the gas station and my go-to is always cheetos you know whether it was cheesy cheetos or flaming hot or flaming hot with limon the only thing in particular is i'm not really much of a puffs guy like i will eat puffs because let's be real cheetos are dank and like any situation but i'm more of the original crunchy cheeto man in particular if you are going to go with the flaming hot variety i should warn you that you know when you do get munchy sometimes you eat a little bit more than you would normally and if you go with the flaming hot dude sometimes you can get flaming hot butthole be warned i mean one time in college i got like the variety pack of like flaming hot snacks it was like a bunch of the like snack sized bags but then like you know you partake and then eat like five or six bags 
bags of those and like all that flaming hot man it comes out the other end and you're it's on fire and i mean shit that was probably like a decade ago and i still like live by that lesson of dude don't overdo it on the flaming hot if, if you're gonna just like honestly singe some butt hairs and you know honorable stoner scene from you know i was trying to think of like what's my favorite scene from a movie or a show that like involves like kind of stoners and like what I think of in particular is the opening scenes of super troopers when like, you know, those dudes are going to get pulled over and they make the guy in the back seat, like eat all the weed and the mushrooms and the suit, the, the troopers are basically fucking with them. And like, honestly, it's one of the best scenes. So, you know, I don't even want to describe it even more because if you haven't seen it, YouTube it like, super troopers opening scene and then if you have seen it go for a refresher because honestly it's funnier it's 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 still funny and i feel like no matter how many times i've seen it it's it's great so especially if you're partaking on this holiday you know go check out all the uh you know suggestions that i guess i left for you here at the beginning of this podcast and you know enjoy responsibly and have a good time my people well this is a sports podcast so even though this is 420 you know, I feel like we still got to mention some stuff that are going on in sports. And, you know, there wasn't too much that was particular interest me, you know. But the one thing that did pop up yesterday that I thought was particularly interesting and kind of made me want to dive in a little deeper to see what the full story was behind it is yesterday it came out that Kobe Bryant or Kobe Bryant's estate, you know, that, you know, his wife and family has basically not renewed the Nike deal, you know, Kobe Bryant up until, you know, he's passed away. And then at the end of his career was a Nike athlete and, you know, they produce his shoes at Kobe Bryant's. I think they would sell his merchandise and stuff like that. But, and you would think that it was kind of surprising because Nike is basically the biggest brand in basketball and they represent all the best athletes going on right now, like Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving. So you'd think that you know, the estate would want Kobe to be attached to Nike. But the thing is, is that Bryant and his family were pretty frustrated with Nike. And like, I guess the, ever since he retired, there was limited availability of his sneakers and like jerseys. And like, I think just like the, his brand in general. And they felt that, you know, Nike wasn't, you know, kind of living up to kind of the promises they did to like LeBron James and Michael Jordan, for example, because those days I think have like lifetime deals with Nike and Kobe Bryant didn't get anything like that. So he was considered, you know, I think like lower priority. They were more interested in like the current athletes that they've got going on right now like Giannis and Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving and LeBron James so apparent according to this venture capitalist Shervin Pishavar I guess he had met with Kobe in December of 2019 and that's the month before he passed away and Kobe I guess had expressed his frustration with with Nike and that he was planning on leaving Nike in 2020 and I guess the whole plan was that he wanted to create his own brand called Mamba and that it was going to be like a shoe company and an apparel company that was owned and operated by players so you know it really did look like you know 
when I mentioned in the past that Kobe's post playing career was probably going to be greater than his playing career, you know, having him having won an Oscar, it looked like he was going to start an apparel company and knowing Kobe, it was probably going to be top notch. And, you know, it's a real shame that that never really happened because he passed away a few weeks after he met with this venture capitalist. So that never really happened. But according to the article I read, I think it's you know, the the sources Nick DePaula from ESPN is that the e, the Bryant family has filed a trademark for Mamba and Mambasita, and you know the Mambasita for his daughter that passed away in the helicopter crash, and at best the the trademark is for clothing. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, the Mamba you know, shoe apparel company or something being announced relatively soon, especially since his apparel or his deal with Nike expired on the 13th of April. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. I'm sure it's going to be better than the big baller brand with LeVar Ball and Lonzo Ball and stuff. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on what happens with Kobe and the estate and what's, you know, the future of, you know, where you can buy your Kobe's and stuff like that. All right, switching out of sports before we get out of this show or out of this episode of the Cali Green Monsters show. We talk about the Mighty Ducks, episode four. Episode four debuted last Friday. So if you are watching this show or plan to watch this show and don't want to hear any spoilers, here is your spoiler warning. Dude, oh shit, duck, get the fuck out of here. Oh, here comes the spoilers. Okay, dude, there was your warning. You know, sometimes it gets a little hype, sometimes it's fake hype, but hey, that was real hype right there because this was actually a pretty good episode. You know, all the episodes have been pretty good, but there's, you know, there was some particular laugh out loud moments in this episode. So, like, kind of the main storyline that was going on with this one is that Sophie. You know, she's, you know, she's the, the sharpshooter that the Don't Bothers have recruited from the Ducks. You know, at the end of episode three, she had basically left the Ducks because they're a bunch of dickheads. And the only problem is, is that her parents are super obsessed with her being the best and all that stuff. Like, they've already got her lined up to go to Harvard because her brother's going to Harvard and stuff. That, you know, she can't tell them because they want her to be a part of the Ducks because they're the best. And she's an A-plus person, an athlete and student, and she should be playing for the best. So this so this episode is basically watching Sophie juggle not just playing for the Don't Bothers, but she's also pulling du- double duty with the Mighty Ducks, which, let's be real, I know that she's scared of her parents, and her parents are scumbags for making her feel that uncomfortable for, let's be real, you know, hockey's supposed to be fun and not just something to pad the resume. So, you know, if she's, like, basically pleading that, hey, I don't want to play with these kids that are fucking not nice and I'm not really friends with I'd rather go play with my friends and the nicer people if they're not having it it's like okay like I guess she's forced into it but it's also kind of a scumbag move it's like being in two locker rooms I don't know I feel like when you're a part of a team it's like you got to pick one or the other you know so and of course that can't last too long so at some point you know because you're showing how tired she is and you know she's even like so tired that when she's at the don't bothers practice like new Charlie comes up to her and like hey like I told my friends that you were pretty good and I mean like because she was pretty sucking out there and I mean that she was sucking when she's on the ice with you know magic the gathering girl and the kid who's they call the human tripod because he can't 
stand on the ice or let alone skate. So she's not even doing good out there because she's so tired. And, you know, her being so tired, that led to her eventually showing up to the Mighty Ducks practice in a Don't Bothers jersey. So there's this epic, you know, that leads to a big, like, oh, my God, like, Sophie, like, you're wearing a Don't Bothers jersey? And her parents are there, and they look horrified. Like, she came out and, like, I don't know, had grew a third like a horn out of her head or something i was going to say something more vulgar but i didn't want to go there so you know you can use that your imagination what i was going to say there but basically sophie runs out of the rink and she's all like oh crap like i can't believe i did that so she runs all the way to don't bother's rink but when she shows up there i guess her parents are already there and they're just basically like sophie we need to cut this stuff out like you know we're you're going to play for the Mighty Ducks, and that's it. And she's just pleading her case. And basically what it comes down to is the ultimatum is she can play for the Don't Bothers if the Don't Bothers moms beat the Mighty Ducks moms in the upcoming skills competition. So you might be wondering to yourself, why, what skills competition? The moms, what, how did that happen? So basically, Lorelai was hanging outside the the Ice Palace where the Don't Bar this practice. You know, it's in a crappy part of town. It's a crappy looking rink. And up rolls this pretty nice looking SUV. And sure as shit, it's her, you know, the the bully at work, bitch-ass Stephanie and her cuck husband, they pull over and they're like, oh, Lorelai, what are you, what are you doing here? Like... And she's just like, this is where we practice. And, like, you know, Gordon Bombay's there. And, you know, long story short, bitch Stephanie is like, hey, the people we were going to have dinner with canceled. So do you and Coach Bombay want to come have dinner with us? So they go to dinner with bitch Stephanie and her cuck husband. And over dinner, you know, they're discussing how Stephanie is the reigning champion of the skills competition. And she's the slash slap shot champion because she can blast a slap shot at... 39 miles an hour and while that's not particularly fast for the moms i think that is actually quite impressive like my mom god bless her soul i don't think she would ever be able to blast a slap shot at 39 miles an hour so you know good for you bitch stephanie but basically she's saying that the moms that she was supposed to compete against they dropped out and gordon bombay you know, cheeky Gordon Bombay, he's like, hey, don't worry, Lorelai will, uh, shoot her and the Don't Bothers moms will take over. And, you know, bitch-ass Stephanie doesn't give Lorelai a chance to say no. So the next thing you know, Lorelai signed up for the skills competition. And, you know, so we get to kind of meet some of the moms, you know, the mom of the super popular girl that's on the Don't Bothers. Apparently they're from New York and had a pretty funny, like, scene where, like, She's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, you know, we, we moved here from the city. And then Lorelai asks, like, oh, like, from what city? And, like, she looks, like, disgusted at her, like, New York. Like, so it was pretty funny. Like, you know, such a such a bitch, dude. I was like, I was like, oh, you're giving bitch Stephanie a run for her money. You know, so the Don't Bother's moms, they're practicing. And, you know, Gordon Bombay is trying to teach Lorelai how to shoot a slap shot. And there's total, like, chemistry going on there. It's like... Gordon Bombay, Milf Hunter Extraordinaire. There's just two things that you can guarantee in a Mighty Ducks movie is one, he's gonna teach kids how to play hockey and win, and two, he's gonna bang the main kid's mom. And he's totally making the move right now, like having like kind of flirty chemistry, teaching her how to do a slap shot and you know, teaches her how to harness her rage from being taken advantage of this whole time and her whole life. And, you know, she's kinda of getting better at a slap shot and you know, probably gonna give bitch ass Stephanie a run for her money. 
you know, so the skills competition, it's real tight. And now that, of course, it comes down to the hardest slap shot. And, you know, bitch Stephanie comes up and she blasts. She breaks her record of 39 miles per hour and she blasts a 40 mile an hour shot. And, you know, Lorelai, you know, in her attempts, the first two attempts are just kind of really crappy. Like they're barely, I don't even think they're cracking 30 miles an hour. You know, I think on her second attempt, it was even slower than her first attempt. So it's definitely not looking good. But every time that like she skates by bitch Stephanie, she gives like one of those like, oh, you go girl. And it was like one of those like fake nice things. And you're just like, oh, bitch Stephanie, you're such a bitch. And Ooh, ooh. So what, Lorelai, sure as shit, she blasts a slap shot 41 miles an hour. She looks like she beats bitch Stephanie. But, of course, bitch Stephanie's cuck-ass husband, who was filming the, the, the skills competition, is like, look, Lorelai's foot crossed the line. So they're like, oh, like, due to disqualification, bitch-ass Stephanie's the champion. So, like, now the Ducks win. And, like, Sophie, like, who was initially happy that the Don't Bothers won, She's devastated because she has to join the the Mighty Ducks now. But her dad, you know, actually being a nice fucking parent, noticed how happy she was when she they, it looked like the Don't Bothers won. So he basically signs the permission slip for her to join the Don't Bothers. And, you know, now the Don't Bothers have their sharpshooter. You know, I don't know how much of a game changer. See what I did there? Game changer. I don't know how much of a game changer she's really going to be. It's going to be one, you know, one good goal scorer on a team of people that really quite frankly don't know how to play hockey but i have the sneaking suspicion that gordon bombay is going to be able to fix that so and the other storyline that kind of was going on in the background of the whole mighty ducks episode was the podcast kid is basically planning to make new charlie his bff and like was like okay like next stage in making new charlie my bff is invite him over for a sleepover so like he invites new charlie over for a sleepover which new charlie's down but then they invite the you know the goalie because the the goalie's kind of this weird dude who's a loner that i mean in the first episode when you find him he's just alone in a basement playing video games so they you know new charlie invites him over to the sleepover so he can kind of like i don't know kind of come out of his shell so they're doing the sleepover go the goalie kids kind of kind of weird he's just on his phone and then the podcast kids moms you know he has two moms he's the the son of two moms i'll leave it at that and uh they come and take the cell phones away it's like oh no cell phones like past this time so now the goalie kid is just like you know he's completely miserable because he doesn't have his phone so they decide hey we're gonna do a strategy to steal the phone so they go down there you know we find out that the goalie kid has a beautiful voice and he loves stage tunes so he performs stage tunes stage tunes for the podcast moms or the podcast kids two moms so he's singing beautiful voice two thumbs up they steal the phone back and you know the goalie was basically saying when they get back up to the room was that he had more fun stealing the cell phone than he had playing on his cell phone or video games the entire time so you know he's now out of his shell he's more outgoing he even said like hey can i spend the night tomorrow and the podcast kid was like no you can't sit in the night two nights in a row it's against sleepover rules which is true you can't sleep over more than two two nights in a row it's just you know it's too much and basically the episode ends with you know new charlie's at home with with lorelei they get a knock on the door and who is it of course it's the coach 
Coach Bombay, and I guess to New Charlie, it's future <coughs> future new dad. He shows up. Oh yeah, Milf Hunter making his move. Now he knows where Lorelai is, even outside the ice rink. So I think it's only a matter of time before, you know, that happens. So, you know, episode four, another good episode. And uh, you know, Friday, episode five. I'll be covering that. Looking forward to watching that. But that is it for this show. And I think I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show is that, you know, 420 not, not is not just a holiday for you degenerates out there. But 420 is also the three month of this podcast being in existence. So, you know, the first episode was published on January 20th. So in this three months, we have published and made 75 episodes of the Cali Green Monster Show. I've enjoyed every minute of it, and I plan, I plan on bringing you a lot more. Only 25 more to 100. So, you know, as I've mentioned on all the past episodes, I really appreciate anyone that takes the time to download and listen to the show. So if you enjoyed what you listened to, be a friend, tell a friend. If not, you can just mosey on out of here, pretend you never listened to this, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. But until the next episode, I've been your host, Dean Ryan. This has been a Cali Green Monster Show. Coming to you from the Tesla Studios here in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. Let's let my boy Kid Cuddy take us on home. Have a great 420, guys. Peace. Trapped in my mind, no, I'm going tripping. Oh, I don't think I'll ever go. See, the walls are so high that I couldn't climb them, so I don't know which way to roll. Well, I'm stuck in rewind, though I'm looking for them. I wish I knew I went wrong. Am I sick?
Christmas and bad it all.